Hey everybody, I am so excited today. We get such a lucky, lucky experience. Ron, have, have you ever heard of a chiropractor for your soul? And not until we met this gentleman. I've never heard that expression ever. Yeah, so, so JB, somehow, you and him connected and he agreed to come on our show. And his, his nicknames... Like that, that's that's not normal. <laughs> you got you got the chiropractor for the soul, and the wizard. And what's crazy is when you talk to him, that's just who the guy is because his clients gave him those nicknames. So it's not something he manufactured or something that he's like, I want to be called this. That's just who the guy is, and his his clients are like, Hey, you are this. Hey, you are this. So he's just. He's embraced it. Yeah. Well, I can't wait uh, to for everyone to get the same uh, feelings and excitement that I know we got. So what do you say? Let's get to it. If you are like we were, stuck and searching... There is so much out there. We were searching and searching. So we decided to follow our passion of helping people achieve their goals, helping others that are feeling stuck. On this podcast, we plan to cut through all that noise, give you actionable steps from highly successful people so that you can have better foresight through others' hindsight. This is Hindsight Hacking. All right. Uh, today we are joined by the one and only JB the Wizard. So along with his impressive track record as an actor from Prison Break, who has acted along with Cuba Gooden Jr., Lou Diamond Phillips, and Jensen Ackles, he is also a Telly Award-winning filmmaker and producer who has done television, theater, voiceovers, cartoon network, motion capture, and video games, to name a few. Uh, the Wizard has a gift. He has been also called the chiropractor of the soul, which I can't wait to get into, uh, because helping people find their true alignment is where he spends 90% of his focus. JB, the wizard, is also the creator and author of Future. He absolutely loves people and is passionate about helping them get into alignment so they can live the life they feel they've been missing, get unlocked and feel free. JB, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Pumped to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to just kind of dive in and get to get our listeners, you know, get not only getting to know you more, but just I have so many things I want to talk about with you. So um, nice. Okay, great. Give everyone a little quick backstory about you and how you became the wizard. Oh, nice. Great. I was actually talking just this morning on a docuseries where we're, we're uh creating right now about that it's like how how a boy became a man man became a king king became a wizard so look out for that we're, we're putting that together now awesome. and um so uh yeah my degree is pre-medical exercise physiology i love the body a lot i'm fascinated with it and i was really interested always in how does it work what's going on and the truth is i'm equally interested or more on how things work that are not just in the physical, you know, right? Not just the body. And that's where the soul aspect comes into. But um, the physical expression of this is my degree is pre-med, excess physiology, second year in, had auditioned for a um, Hollywood film. 
and auditioned there, got in it as a featured role. You know, with, this is the Cuba Gooding Jr. situation. And then from there, I went on to do theater, musical theater, you know, work with some Broadway actors and voiceovers, um, that sort of stuff, motion capture. I then began to direct. And I knew I wanted to be a director. And I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. So uh, all of these are my own companies. So a Fortune 500 company called um, Transamerica here in America, they, they found me and wanted me to film their innovation films across North America. So I did that. And the thing and how this relates is that as an actor, a lot of people think that acting is pretending, right? But acting, no one's paying millions of dollars to watch somebody pretend on screen. What they're looking for, what we're all looking for is truth, authenticity, being present, listening, actually seeing a human being experience that moment, right? So as a person and as an actor, I'm very good at being present, being authentic, being in that particular moment. So as a director, my work is helping in this situation, the CEOs and executives to speak authentically, to present themselves with truth, to communicate effectively. And so I then was one day on my way up to Philadelphia and um, I like that city for some reason. I really like it. Go there and things open up for me. And I came across this quote from, from Warren Buffett. He said, the number one skill to acquire in order to increase your career value by more than 50% is public speaking. So I said, wait a second. I have a ton of credentials with public speaking and, and being on television, all of this stuff. And then I said, and if it's the number one like fear as well, then I can help out a ton of people. So then I says, okay, let me continue. And now just removing the editing, removing the cameras, removing all of these things. Now I coach and consult um, CEOs and uh, celebrities doing the same thing, which is simply helping them to be authentic, to be present, to listen. So really, my work hasn't changed at its core at all. Just the expression of it has. And so that's what brought me to where I am today. And the story of the wizard is that I initially thought that my focus was to help people with public speaking because that's the thing. So I said, okay, let me go after tech startups. I spoke with some VCs and I said, I'm basically your insurance because when, when you're investing millions of billions of dollars in this guy, if he's not stable, that's your investment. Yeah. So then I went to attorneys and I was like, well, I found out that it's not quite the truth that wins these cases, but who can present the best story. So I said, if I could help the good guy, you know, present his story more effectively, he could win more cases. And that transitioned me over to people who were responding to my message, which turned out to be CEOs and then celebrities. And I was working, the, the common thing that I'm, I love about CEOs and celebrities, and CEOs are just the celebrity of the corporate world, is that they're people who tend to feel alone. They're usually at the top. They don't have anyone else to ask for help. There's a lot of expectations on them, a lot of misunderstanding towards them. And what, who are they supposed to reach out to and how are they supposed to do this thing, right? So in addition to that, they're also the type of person who wants continued greatness. They've usually gone through something very challenging, gotten through the difficulty, and they're on the other side, but they still want more. So they know that there's more potential to who they are and what they have. And I love that kind of a person. So I was working with a guy. This is the this past part of the story. Uh, and this uh, Charlie, and he's a Nike, Nike athlete, Emmy award-winning, Grammy award-winning guy, and um, great known, but he wasn't quite getting what he was wanting to happen. He wasn't getting his speaker rate, that sort of thing. And we worked together for a few weeks, and all of a sudden, just these all kinds of stuff started unlocking for him. 
you know, the money was coming in, the calls were coming in, people were saying yes, started this like tour in North America. And he said, what are we even doing? I don't even know what's happening. He said, I feel like we barely talked about business. We just talked about me, but I feel unlocked. He said, man, I feel like you're a wizard that lives in the side of a mountain and you pop out to speak to me. I'm deleting your name. <laughs> I'm deleting your name on my phone and I'm just typing in the wizard. And like from that point on, I just went by the wizard. So that's where it came from. <laughs> that that's is great. Awesome. So, so with your, your calling of teaching people to be authentic, authentic and, and genuine and present, I mean, what, I mean, that's hard for anybody, especially as, as everybody plays with these all day long, right? With those phones. And uh, so like, how, how do you, with, with this world where we're so plugged in, but, but we're, you know, are so connected, but we're not actually making connections, right? Like, how do you get that out of people? Great, beautiful question. I, I created a process that's called impact and I bring them through it. So when I'm working with somebody, it's usually eight weeks and we get on a phone call and, um, without taking shrooms not that something's wrong with it but without taking the drugs or without um having to do something extreme behavior uh, of any sort we can still get to those places where we can we can find out what's going on and get that unlocked and we do that on one call you know each week so what are, what is that process so the i is getting in alignment the m is getting a mark which means where are we going what happens is we tend to make a goal where we're going when we're not in a state of alignment, which is like spinning on a merry-go-round saying, I want to go there. Like you're not going to end up there because you're spinning around. So what happens by the time you get to that goal, if it was not in alignment, you won't feel fulfilled. Something's going to be missing. Something could break. It took a ton more effort than it needed to, to get there. Um, so we solved that problem by getting into alignment first. So there's the mark. And the next one is patterns. So what subconscious beliefs, ideas, habits, um, do you have that is creating the algorithm that's getting you the current results that you're experiencing? Uh, if we want a different result, we're going to have to shift that algorithm towards what we want that's going to be towards your goal and mark that's in alignment with who you are as a person. And then the A is adjustment or adversity. So at this point, uh, you're becoming this new entity, if you like, and anything that's no longer in alignment with who this person is falls away. This could be money, relationships, where you live, what you do, where you work, all of that. Um, the fifth thing is combination. We take a look at who are you as a person, what's in your alignment, what's trending in the marketplace, and then don't do what's working or, you know, don't do that because what do we need you here for if that's the case, we're just going to copy. But what's your unique combination? And then the T is technique. So how do we effectively express all of that in a way that's relevant, persuasive, and engaging and authentic to the world and to other people? And then week seven and eight is really how to scale that while maintaining your alignment. Um, so that process is how to bring people, set people free, keep them in alignment um, and do that. Now, the question of, let's say that first week is, you know, how do we get people to engage or be authentic? One really, really helpful thing that we start off with right away is I like create an atmosphere of, not, of no judgment which sounds like very trending. So I'm not into like, I don't mean it like that, but I'm really, I really mean actual no judgment. So what's happening if we're dealing with the spine and this is where the chiropractor for the soul comes in. I was talking with the guy, he left such a great, you know, testimonial. He was going to a physical chiropractor. He had a pain in his back and he said, JB, if it was up to me, I got this pain in my back. I would press it, press it, press it. 
really hard. I would lean back on a tree. I would push it continuously until the pain would go away. He said, but when I went to the chiropractor, he didn't touch the spot at all. He went around all of the areas of, of, of the pain, and then it was gone. He said, I feel like that's what you do. That's what I do, right? So he said, I, right? And he said, I feel like you're a chiropractor for the soul. I said, let me write that one down too, right? right. So, <laughs> all your stuff from the introductions has been given to yeah, you, Yeah, huh? it's been all great. The, all the, all yeah. the it's been given to you by your people, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's a helpful, I don't know if that's like a, a little bit of a tip, but the thing to that, you know, I'm talking to somebody right now, is that how are you being perceived, right. right? And so a lot of the things that I'm being called, I could come up with a lot of cool things that maybe I'd want to say about myself, but if I'm paying attention to what's happening, that'll be really, that's, that's going to be very helpful. It tells me how I'm being perceived, um, and then it that, I mean, that's what's really important. How am I coming across? So yeah, all of the names, all of the things are what people are saying. So I like to do it that way. Well, and that's, I mean, again, perception is reality, right? Good, bad, and right. people's reality, right? And right. It, what's amazing is you're helping people create their own self avatar, even though right. the world has, you know, they can be whatever they want on a phone, right? And then... I was talking to someone the other day, you know, I didn't realize this person was X because how they came across online is nowhere how they are in person. Right. So you're able to unlock their true person and say, just be that person. That person's good enough. Yeah. And you're, able yeah, to yeah, yeah. And now they don't have to fake an avatar. Right. Exactly. You know, it's, it's more powerful. If you could just be you, you're not going to fall out of character. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And that's like, that's like, it's like the biggest secret, not secret. Right. It's like, Hey, heads up. What if you were yourself in it? Right. But <laughs> the, the tricksy thing is that it is very, very challenging to be that. And so that's why we initially start off like this one of the reason it works right so i was coaching a team in bali yesterday right i'm not flying in so we did a, a video thing so i was working with them and um i shared with them same thing i say with everybody is i actually for real don't care like like for real don't care <laughs> i just really don't uh what i do care about is your truth your authenticity and who you are as a person right and so when you have that moment like anybody right now like let's just do this right Anyone who's hearing this podcast right now, they're sitting in the car, they have their headphones in, they're on their phone. It's literally right now just them and just me. So to them, I'm saying like this, it's you and it's me. So if you're listening to this, it's just you and it's just me. And in this moment, nothing else exists. And I've heard anything and everything. I've worked with people who have been through very, very actual horrible situations all kinds of different abuses um, and that sort of thing. And to people who have problems that people wish they had, <laughs> right? In both situations, both realities are very real. But what's important is that we need to understand where and how are we in control because it's only from there that we can shift and make any change. And so once we understand there's nothing that you can say or do that's going to shift my opinion, of you 
if it doesn't shift my opinion of you, that helps the person to then realize, wait, maybe if it doesn't shift my own opinion of me. And once we start to get there, oh my gosh, then any and everything that surrounds the person becomes irrelevant. And in that space, what we've done with the spinal column, right? We've gone into space or we've gone into a pool and we've alleviated some of the compression. We've alleviated some of the pressure. We've gotten to a place where we can re relax for a moment emotionally, spiritually, and now we can take a look at where is your alignment. Once we find it, now we can plug it back in. And then all of a sudden, your spine is in alignment, your soul is in alignment, you don't have numbness in your limbs, you're not walking with a weird posture, you're walking with more efficiency, all of that begins to get unlocked. And it's only in that place that you can get the rest of your answers. So, oh man, uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> it was deep. If you, if you had a, a client like myself who, who maybe get, would give more pushback to truly opening up to, uh, you know, maybe be harder, I think anyway, uh, with getting the, the deeper connection, the deeper emotional aspect, even with myself, right? Like I'm, I'm just, I fight from going to that place so too often, right? Um, how, how do you, how do you really get through to us? us, us? Yeah. Yeah. True. So it's not so difficult. Um, so there's, I guess it's like in a, one part of it is a pre-qualification, right? Because I was, I just got off a call with a wonderful, wonderful client. Um, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. And after each call, I, I say, I don't do this like it's, like I have to, but I'm actually grateful. <laughs> so, because I, I said to him, I said, um, I'm just actually grateful for, for you, for him, because when he does the work that I bring him to, the results that he gets are through the roof. They're just through, they just don't even make sense. It's remarkable. And so what I said to him is, the reason I'm grateful is I can tell you everything, but if you don't do it, it's not going to work. <laughs> so what ends up happening in any kind of, uh, let's just say like pre-engagement is one thing you want to ask yourself, right? I'm very careful who I work, work with. I'm very careful because I say that money is very cheap and time is very expensive. And so when it comes to working with me, um, it's my time too. So if I'm working with a client for an hour, that's an hour of my life. And we all have 24 hours in one day. And so if it seems to me or to the person that I'm not the person that they could feel safe with, then, then, then I'm not the person they could feel safe with. Because, and that's the question that anybody would want to ask with whomever they work with. Can I feel safe with this person? Most of the time, people feel safer with me than they do with themselves. And that's helpful to then go in and um, help you to feel safe with yourself. You know, so a lot of helping some. So one short answer is if there were actual pushback, I don't work with those people. <laughs> but if it's really a person who, who, who wants it extremely bad and they, um, they are putting everything they can out there, and they're just facing a really difficult challenge getting to that safe zone for themselves, then some of the techniques that we do is um, a very easy one is we just ask why a lot. 
what's going on and just ask it until you're just irritated with yourself you know like um let's say you don't want to quote unquote go there why well because i don't like being vulnerable why because i hate it well in that situation you just said the same thing twice right so like let, let's especially somebody that has a pushback like that is usually views themselves as more of an intellectual so once i point out how that's intellectually stupid the person <laughs> then wants to not be that right they want to be more intelligent so in that situation so it's just it's a little bit human behavior knowing who you're dealing with but yeah. then they say well i, I don't want to say the same thing twice because then i come across dumb so then they have to say something different and at the end of it there there always comes a point where the person goes oh yeah and when that moment happens there's usually a release a deep breath they realize something and they say i never ever thought that was it yeah and, and I then think, we yeah i think that's probably more of the clients because you know once once it's somebody you want to work with you know everyone has those natural barriers and and you're helping them get past that by asking why or just having communication um and, and really helping them dig deeper you know i think so you're going to run into people more like that where they want to share they want to improve they're just afraid right Right. So that the, the biggest thing is, I don't know a better way to say no judgment zone because like it could sound cliche, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think the biggest thing, it seems to me when there's, most of the time I think people think they give more pushback than they do. Mm. That, that's what I find happens. So once we start speaking, after a couple of minutes, like they're so disarmed, <laughs> right? They're just so disarmed and they're like, when did you take all my clothes off? Or like, when did you take my weapons from me? <laughs> it was happening. Yeah. And it's like, what, you did it. I didn't do anything. But, um, and, so, and that, was even a, that was even a challenge for me for a while. I, I felt I'm not doing anything, but I had to really realize by simply being, you know, let's say my own self, that was, that was part of the magic because yeah. they just need, I, I'll bring this to skateboarding. You can't see it, but um, <coughs> skate, skateboard daily, boom, love skateboarding. I got the trucks coming in, so they should be coming up any day now, but um, I got five or six boards in my car at any moment. And um, one of the thing I, things I love about skateboarding, so it's gorgeous, right? It's the, whole, it's the actual culture, and here's why. When you go to a skate park, there is no expectation that you're gonna land the trick, like none. You're expected, you're going to fall, scrape, hit it really hard, bail, something's gonna happen, it's not gonna work out. And after even hours, days, weeks, or even months, if you land the trick at some point, it's like, <gasps> whoa! And even other skaters in the park will bang their boards down, pop, 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 he did it, you know? Because I've seen you work on that one trick. The culture is that you will fail, you'll fall, you'll hit it hard, you okay, you'll get back up and you'll try it again until you get it. Like that's the culture. And so one of the things that um, is powerful about that is I could take the skateboard and I could skateboard just outside and practice the same trick, but I don't feel the same, let's say, support and safety as if I go to a skate park. Because the people outside are like, oh, he's got a skateboard. He thinks he's cool. Or maybe he is cool. Or, hey, do a trick or do it. Right? right? So when we start talking together and there's a session, we just create a skate park atmosphere. Right? It. Yeah. So that's, that's the best way I could explain that.
for you. Was that was that all right? Did that? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was thinking about a, a really close uh, friend of the family that he, he his his connection is is the skate park and, and like you know he, his family comes to my house and he's like where's the closest skate park and, and he'd be like <laughs> and, uh, and you know he's like seventeen now and I've known him since he was a uh, you know since he was born and so it's pretty you know put me in the moment of his, like in the mind of his shoes of, of kind of that feeling so yeah it's oh good. yeah i mean we all skate i've got i've got five children and, and we all we've all got a board we all skate and the thing that it's known is like you could wear pants that are too high pants that are too low shirts that are this your colors don't need to match your size it doesn't matter because no nobody cares no, <laughs> it just don't, it doesn't matter <laughs> All right, JB. So I'm going to talk coincidences. So I don't believe anything's a coincidence, right? I think right. on earth to help, help someone else make a connection so they can help other people. So when we first connected, I wanted to know about your vibe. You wanted to know my, about my vibe. Uh, I, I actually went onto a porch to have a conversation with you. You were on a porch having a conversation with me. You've been in a TV show, Prison Break. Awesome. Uh, I was in a movie called Prison for Children. You have five kids. I have six. <laughs> it's crazy, right? So you know, it was funny because I, I don't even know where I found you to, to search you out. I just told Corey, I was like, Corey, I got to talk to this guy. He's like, who is he? I go, I have no idea. I have no I idea. <laughs> I, I was so drawn to a post you made and I was like, I've, that is someone I want to talk with. That is someone I want to know about because just the vibe from the post, you know? So I, again, I go on feelings and yeah, yeah. I've learned a long time ago. If I've got a feeling, I got to act on that feeling. Right. And because that feeling will usually not lead me astray. It, I, I get, pulled astray when I try to fight that feeling. Right. Sure. So I was super excited to kind of just get to know more about you, but for our audience, I'm, I've got to ask about pr prison break. Like give us some tidbits on what it was like just being on that type of show, you know, your daily grind. Uh, and then obviously we're going to get right back into the, the mindset. I want to hear about your book and all that other stuff too. But yeah, Prison Break was a beautiful experience, man. I'll tell you what, I, every time I give a shout out to Shannon Pinkston. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Shannon. She was the casting director um, at the time, and she's just a wonderful human being, great person. And you hear that on awards, right? I want to give a shout but like for real, you know what I mean? Like I get where it happens. She was good people. And I went, yeah, great people. And the thing is, I did have, you know, one of the, I had a really good big agent, you know, in, in the area that got me other things like Steven Spielberg auditions, Disney auditions. So they're, they're a big agency that I, I connected with and got. But um, I wasn't, I wasn't union. And the crazy thing that happens with SAG is that like, you can't audition for non-union roles for the most part, unless you're union, but you can't be union unless you get you have a, a union role. Like, what? It's like it's a whole cycle set up for you to, like, like not get in on this. It's quite impossible. I say, how do you, they say, how do you become a union? It's like, well, it's impossible. How are you union? It's impossible. <laughs> but, um, what happened was this, I, you know, she saw something, and then she let me audition for this role. And it was quite grueling. Um, it was a very emotional scene. And um, 
she liked, you know, what I did. And she said, come back later for the director, the producer. They're going to come. She said, just don't, just don't change anything. Just don't change anything. I said, okay. She said, go. Because a lot of times you'll get, you'll do the audition. And then you think, <laughs> this is like life. You think, well, I could do better. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, and you just do a whole different thing. It's like, hey, for actors, don't do that. Anybody mm -hmm. listening as an actor, that's not the way to go. If you got, you know, for a callback, there's a reason. So, um, so anywho, so I, uh, so I, I went like in the, in my car and I just, had to stay in that zone it was so it was like draining and very challenging hard work because i needed to stay in that spot and then as far as this is about being present and authentic right like i needed to be authentically in that spot when i came back but like what if i feel different and i had to like manage my emotions or nerves or thoughts because uh you could be thinking the director is coming right and you can do yeah. like something with your mind on that yeah and then like okay wait this is kind of gigantic <laughs> don't think about that either right you just needed to be in that in that moment so lots of hours later i don't know four hours <laughs> i'm thirsty i'm hungry you know what i mean and but like i don't want to use the bathroom or get a drink because like i gotta stay in the zone right it's just ridiculous <laughs> right. But, um <laughs> right it's so impossible but i did and i went back in did did the audition for them and um i got a call call later said you know you got you got the role like what so lost that and um the challenges that i showed there's other challenges to it so, you know life challenges at the time is happening in the same way right it's a lot of different difficulties but um as far as the set goes got on the set you know and as an actor you know everybody knows about the actor getting in a trailer you know what i mean like that's the thing you know i got a trailer it's got my name on it yeah, yeah it's printed out on a piece of paper stuck there with some tacky tape you know what i mean like it's <laughs> real it's yours <laughs> yeah it's mine you know what i mean and then you get inside and you're like this right <laughs> because it's so tiny you know what i mean but it's but it's your trailer right and it's yeah. the whole mindset they make you think something so like you're in this tiny trailer and the number is very 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 difficult then too because um you're happy to be there it's exciting right you go there and you see the whole production and stuff but you're in your trailer and you don't know and people are like would you like anything to eat you know mr Bet, hey would you like this would you like that but you don't know when they're going to call you for your scene so you can decide if you want to be anxious and nervous and terrified or if you want to be in the moment you see you see how like this practice helps me to do what i do now because <laughs> except it's real life and not like you know a show Right. So I had to decide, do I want to be, you know, nervous or do I want to be present in this moment? But when do I need to get into character? Should I, I need to be ready any moment to just go there? So that lasted. So like it could be the next 10 minutes, 10 minutes pass, 30 minutes pass, one hour passes, two hours pass. They bring me lunch, but I don't want to eat too much. Right. Because I, I got to stay. Well, it's the whole, it's just messed up. It's very... <laughs> It's like this is not what you expected, right? It's but it's like it's horrible. So anywho, we um we uh I don't know, it may have been three hours. It's a it was a long time. So finally we come out. At that point I'm like, uh, so now I'm like I'm really in like, some zone. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they walk me through and um you just see the set for the first time, you know, and it's like, whoa, okay. And I don't really I don't watch TV and I didn't watch TV, uh so I didn't follow any of the seasons and things like that. But just before I did homework enough to know, I don't know, just a little bit, enough for me to do my scene well. 
and um, there's lots of people, lots of prisoners all around, and they're, you know, they're extras, and they're featured next to something like that. And then you see Wentworth, he's the guy that had the tattoo on his back, Wentworth Miller, his name is Schofield. And then Lechero, who's a Robert Wisdom, I was just messaging him a couple of um, weeks ago, or months ago at this point, and he's there. Uh, Robert Nepper had a scene above, and Robert Nepper is remarkable. Um, you know, and then who else was on that scene? I don't know who else was, was there, but those are the main people I can think about right now. Oh, some of the other guys who were like his, his minions, if you like. So uh, it was good. You know, my scene needed to cut my tendons. And I don't know what stayed in the show, what didn't stay in the show. Because um, I didn't watch the show afterwards. And <laughs> I was interested in <laughs> I was interested, like, that I did my thing, that I, you know, got my, you know, credentials, if you like, and um, that I did a good job. So. So that's, that was that. That was the experience with, with Prison Break. And um, it opened up it opened up a good amount of things, I suppose. But the thing is that, hold on, let's swipe it up. I'm, uh, so, I, you know, I'm Jewish. I keep Shabbat. So Friday night to Saturday night, I don't work. I don't, you know, whatever, light a fire, if you like. And so Friday Night Lights called me up next. And that was casting at the time. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, uh, let's, let's go for that. As long as they don't actually film on Friday night. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> you know, I was like, who does it? Right. Like, we, they totally film on Friday night. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. So I didn't do that. Uh, at that point, I moved. And I started my own production company there. And uh, after that, and that's when I started to direct and do the other things. So worked out and then now I do what I do now and I'm working on some other projects. So it's all good time, time for everything. So you're saying you work <laughs> on Friday nights now. No, 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 <laughs> no, I think, I think it's good. What? So you say you you work on Friday nights now for your coaching. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, don't. Um, I think it's I don't, which is weird though. Cause I had like a client in, um, was it Bali? Yeah, it was Bali. I've, I've got people, different people on my team. Some work in Singapore, some work in a, New Zealand, some work in Bali, and some are, you know, in the West. So the time zones are quite different. But it was weird because I was talking to somebody before it was Shabbat, but for them it was it was Saturday, and I was like, wait, wait, hold on, let me wrap my mind around is what's happening. <laughs> is this okay? You know, but um, it worked out. <laughs> I feel you on that. We we do some coaching for people that are in Singapore right now, and I'm having conversations. Yeah. And I told Corey, I go, I can't just say it's on Monday. Because they're Monday, not my I Monday. Know. That's so right. I go in hours. I'll see you in twenty-two hours. Right. I mean, even <laughs> even today, it was like it, the conversation was happening. Okay, well, I'm gonna go to bed now, and then I'll wake up with to your notes that you're doing at nine this morning. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. like eight in the morning. I was like, Yeah. All right. Good night. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? What's happening right now? <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. I'm gonna shift gears a little bit. Um, yeah. All been amazing, and we we probably could talk way longer than we actually all have. Yeah. But uh, you know, one of our favorite questions that we like to ask everyone um, is to you know the name of the show, and it's about hindsight. So if if you were to reflect back on your life and give yourself twenty twenty vision, perfect hindsight, uh, what kind of advice would you give to yourself, and and when would you go back? Is it when you're a teenager? Would you have made a big shift? Was it five years ago when you wanted to parent differently? Like, what, what kind of advice uh, would you have given yourself back um, back in the day? Yeah, the number the number one thing is what I help people with right now, and it's alignment. It's alignment. So tapping into your atomic core is what I call it. 
that the reason that's so relevant and necessary is I do, and I've, I've always done a good job of um, making choices based off of where I want to go, regardless of any outcome, regardless of any anything. So I've done a good job of that. I'm still very, very serious about that. Every now and again along the journey, you, you can make a choice thinking it would get you to a different outcome. Where if you would check if even that was in your alignment, it could have it could have saved you from that. So an example is like this: that even I could use I don't know the phone that I have right now. Just even items, right? The things that you buy, the places you go, the friends that you have, how you spend your time, the work that you do, the courses you learn, the books that you read. Each one of those things should be in alignment with who you are as a person. Where this really shows itself is in entrepreneurs, startup businesses, um, and things regarding money. Any and everything can make money. Like any and everything. I mean, <laughs> I, paper clips, it just doesn't matter. It can make you a billion, billions of dollars. But where is your ATM machine? Because what happens we, is we tend to go to ATM machines that are not our own and we press in a code and it doesn't work. And we, we keep on hustling or pushing or trying, thinking that's what we need to do because it just takes time. But that's not the case. We're actually at the wrong ATM machine. So once we get to the correct one, that's our alignment. That's our flow. That's when the money can come. That's when the clients can come. In that, there might be difficulties or adversities, but you're plugged in. So it's almost like you don't even feel it, right? So for me to understand that that is the single most important thing to come back to um, helps out a ton. And I don't know where that would, uh, like to what time, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking of a time. <laughs> but... but <laughs> I, but I think he, I was thinking I was thinking my first marriage. But like even with that, I think I thought that was the correct place to go. And I think that as far as you know, um, it probably still was the, my path. So I, 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 that was probably okay as well. But um, the main thing is to understand that alignment is it because any and everything can make money, will make money, does work. Every course, every book, every coach. Anything works. So what you want to really look out for is what's in alignment with who you are and your beliefs. Gosh, I'm loving it. I'm loving just having the conversation. So now we're going to flip to, from hindsight, to futuring, right? So Whoa, that, that, yes. that's, that's, that's your book. You created and you have an, you're an author of futuring. So let's just fast forward from that hindsight look right over to, to what you're working on right now. Futuring. Yeah. Futuring is everything, right? So that is, that is my time of core. Everything out of that is an, is, a, is an expression of that. So the coaching that I do helps people to future and what is future. And we'll get into that. Okay. And then the book the, um, that's being illustrated right now, I'll give you a little sample. I'll, I'll, I'll share some of it with you. And then um, we even have a copywritten trademark as a theme park. And there's a reason for that. So it's um, based off of, again, getting you unlocked. So <clears throat> Yeah, I'll share with you some featuring now. Okay. Walk, walking through these grumbly things, looking for almost anything that doesn't bite to squirm or swing, or try and take your pretty things, 
is almost impossible. So what's the one supposed to do when walking here and getting through the grimy crabs and liquid stage that tries and comes for you? But for a long, long while, and even longer than that, I tried so many things and I wore so many hats looking for just that. And then one day, a great wingly day, I was staring in and then sideways, when I discovered something on a walk, as I was having quite a talk that made me think, I think I thought, I'd never be the same again. And I wasn't. So what was that thing that, that, that made me spring that changed my heart? It was something you may have heard by now, but just you wait, I'll show you how. To future. Futuring. Would you like to future with me? There really is no other way. Not if you're actually trying to create something or be something or see something or say. Whatever you'd like to say, when you want to say, in any sort of which kind of way. You see, futuring is creating. It's dreaming. It's a vision. But it's more than just a vision because when you're using only just that, you might think that thinking is it, but then everything falls flat. The reason futuring is what you're looking for is because it's almost all there is. Well, there's the present. That's pretty great. And simply being is pretty neat. But there's a combination of it all that I think can really set you free. See, the prison of the mind is the worst kind of prison at all. And the crazy thing is no one else needs to stay in garden those halls. So come with me and you'll see and learn and live and think how to get your head out of your bum and be even more than happy. Let's go futuring. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. I want to go. I, Thank I, you. My mouth is like dropped. I know. Open. I know. Um, I am so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's get the whole story. Where's, let's where's the ticket? Where's where's the ticket? ticket? Where, where do I go? Like I'm, I'm ready to go, man. Everybody on the yes. That is amazing. Yes. I love it. Thank you, thank you. Yep, and that's that's the foundation. Let's say it again. The book's already out. The books. When does no. it? Yeah, so we're hoping within, with, uh, in around six months or so, it's being illustrated as we speak with some remarkable illustrations. We, um, we are opening up for some pre-orders because it'll be different than what anybody's seen before and the delivery is going to be different. The expression is clearly going to be different. There's a lot of different happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, we're, so I was just on a show just the other day and he was like, man, I think we need to do some pre-sales, some pre-release. So we're creating the site right now so that people can get a pre-release of it and get t- tapped in now. <laughs> nice. I, well, you can count. I, yeah. I know you count us in, for yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Give us a link. And I'll give you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's money. <laughs> Money's coming your way. We're good. No, oh, I, that's right. That's right. You know, but I, I love, I, you know, I, my wife and I have this conversation all the time. I don't worry about money how she worries about money. Like she's really good with the checkbook. She's like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, but you can always make more money. So, you know, if, if you need money, you just go make money. But you can't make, right. you know, you can't make more yeah. time. So you have, to, you have to value that time. And like, you know, we were talking about vacation. So, hey, I want to go on a vacation. I want the kids here, but it's X amount of money. It's like, well, so what? We make more money. <laughs> but that memory, <laughs> memory that our kids will have on that trip, that's priceless that they're going to have forever. Right. And, and I, yeah. can't, I, 
well, I can buy it if we went on vacation, right? <laughs> but if I can't buy $10,000 to put that memory in their memory bank, we have to go experience that. And so sure. what if it costs X, Y, and Z? That experience, that time is something you can't manufacture or get back. You know, right. so I, I look at money very differently and you're right. Anything can make anything. You know, you can make money on whatever. I mean, yeah, pet rock. But if we're in, our, <laughs> we're on. If we're at the right ATM, then we could be our authentic selves, right? Right. Like if we can kind of be it in that right spot, then we'll be present. Versus if we're at someone else's ATM, like that, it's easy to not be present. It's easy to get lost, right? Or, or you become that right. person, and then you're lost. You, try, you could try. Right. Yeah, you could definitely be a person that's not yourself and, and well, do your best. For years, <laughs> for years before I got on this crazy journey, I was there was two Rons. There was a work Ron, there was a home Ron. Mm. Well, they were not the same person. They're like they just sure. weren't right. And sure. so I always felt at odds with myself because then it was like, who was I really? Was I this middle person? Yeah. Between these two, was I actually work run? Was I actually home run? Or was I someone right. someone else, right? So then I had to really do some searching and figure out who is that person. I haven't figured it out yet, but it's <laughs> going the right direction. Right? You're on the path. You're on the path. Yeah. You know, but you know, if you're authentic and you know, the biggest thing is I'm a recovering people pleaser, right? And if I, yeah. when I stopped worrying about pleasing people, that authenticity kind of came back up for me. You know, I was able to just be myself. And if you don't like it, I'm really sorry, but <coughs> this is who I am. So I could choose to be around right. you, choose to be around me. And so that's, that's, again, I can't wait to read your book. I'm super excited to learn more from you. Uh, and get to know you a little better as well. So I appreciate you being on the show for sure. Um, Absolutely, man. Super good. So as everybody is now, <clears throat> this I'm sure is going to want to know, where can where do we go? Where do we go? JB the Wizard. We want to bring them on our train. Yeah. And, I need uh, a chiropractor yeah. for the soul. Yeah. Like, so, oh, yes. <laughs> Who's everybody going to go find you? futurewiththewizard.com futurewiththewizard that's the yeah futurewiththewizard.com if people are on Instagram they could go to the wizard is real um, and if they're on Telegram if somebody says you know I'm ready to go I'm ready to take action Telegram is a spot and if my Telegram at thing is JB the wizard I don't know anything about Telegram I know you it's just, a new thing huh? yeah it's top secret it's top secret yeah 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 <laughs> Telegram. I don't do yeah, I don't I don't do email. So that, yeah, I think like wait, so you don't do email, you also don't you just take phone calls. How do people get in contact with this? As well, Telegram did and they were like, Okay, wait, so like so like for real, like a telegram, where's <laughs> I said, No, there's an app, but I like that idea. Right. And as a matter of fact, let's <laughs> we need to make owls. Right. <laughs> you scroll, you're gonna put yeah. it up in the owls. That's right. Find okay. it to me. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Fly that back. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. Two months later. Right. That's uh, right. I know. I know, right? That's right. 
No, if uh, you know, once, once you get closer to your book launch, we'd love to have you back if you're doing tours on that to promote it, um, or you know, if you want us to help help with that, we'd love to get to kind of get involved with you. Get involved with that. you, yeah, that's so amazing. I think it'd so, be great. Uh, your message is, amazing, by the way, uh, and I, I can't wait to personally learn more. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you guys so much. This is remarkable. Thank you for your vibe, for your for your openness, and for your time. Very much. This is a big deal. So thanks a lot. This is great. All right, Thank, you. Thank All you. Right. Have a good day, man. You have a great day. Okay. Skate. Thanks. We'll talk soon. <laughs> yeah. <Bye>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Be well. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Hindsight Hacking. And as always, two takeaways. One, I'm going to focus on what he was talking about around alignment and patterns. If you are currently doing a set of patterns in your life and you're not getting the outcome or you're not feeling fulfilled or maybe you're not in alignment, maybe you need to look at shifting those patterns. Maybe not drastically, just little tweaks. And the other piece of amazing advice that he gave, money is cheap and your time is expensive. If we really looked at life through those lenses, would we make the choices or the patterns that we're currently doing today before we looked at it through those lenses as we would after? Hey, that's great advice, Ron. All right, everyone, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a five-star review on iTunes. And while you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Don't forget to tune in next week where once again, we will hack someone else's hindsight. And remember, you're the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.